0: buddy friends versus real friends, short-term superficial friendships versus long-term best friends. This is success coach Martin Brosman. As I get older, I appreciate my best friend Rick more and more, and I want to talk about how that developed, and also something I've learned that exists in other countries, especially when I've visited Japan, of this idea of a best friend, somebody that's there for you over a long period of your life where you really are verbally or non-verbally supportive of each other's lives. My friendship with Rick happened back in college. I was sitting in the dorm room and watching Monty Python, and he walked in and was standing at the door and We were both laughing at the show on the suite lounge, black and white television. I said, sit down and join me. He said, I'm trying to cut down. It's so addictive. You mean sitting? He said, yes. And then I laughed. I thought that was so funny. He was at least one year ahead of me in college and in the next suite. I don't recall the full timeline, but I do recall many aspects of it. We started to find out that we also liked similar music. I've was i I've always been a big fan of the group Yes, He Is Too. We liked absurd humor. We liked deep conversations on different topics. He was a philosophy major. I was a math, computer science major. We found many ways in college to laugh. I remember a few of them. Uh, one was we put together a punk rock party called the Mr. Rogers party, where you were to dress like Mr. Rogers. And then we had like punk music that was playing at the dormitory. That was a pretty big hit. Sometimes it's a treat. We'd walk into town and go get lunch or dinner or something. And I remember, I think we're in a golden corral And we noticed that people would listen in on us because, you know, we were the college students. So we started adding in phrases and comments that had nothing to do with the topic we were talking about. And then we developed this thing of having hand gestures disconnected and out of sync with what we were saying. You know how people move their hands when they talk. We had more fun with that. One time I used to study in the library, and he knew where I studied because he'd he'd go there, too. And it was a place I liked to sit at St. Andrews University in the library, and I could look out over what was called the causewalk. And it was raining and sleeting, so I thought, well, I'll wait until this passed. And I noticed the students coming over on the causewalk in a group there must have been a class or classes changing or something like that because the way the school worked is the dormitories were on one side of this wonderful lake and then there was a causewalk that crossed over and then the academic and classes were on the other really nice division of the school and everyone had their umbrella up and Rick was in the group and decided at at the perfect timing to close his umbrella, hold it close to him, knowing there was a high chance that I was in the library studying because we had no cell phone. So, you know, I might've said I was going over there to study. And I watched out the window of people slowly moving away from this crazy man, holding his umbrella close to him. And it was like a little Monty Python skit right before my eyes. This wove throughout our friendship and lives on many accounts. And then after college, we decided to get an apartment. He grew up in Raleigh, and I thought that'd be a good place to start. We got an apartment together in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then when he moved to Japan or was living there to teach English, he followed our friend Mike. He sent me a little box, knowing that I was pretty upset over some breakup in a relationship. And it had three marbles in it and a note that said, hold these, I've lost the rest. And this was cornerstone of how humor wove through our lives, but also how we both evolved on topics and always respected each other's opinion, even if we disagreed, and is still one of the most valuable aspects of my life to know there's somebody out there, that I have this great male friend that I hope to stay connected to my entire life. And now we're working on some business ventures and it's real important that the friendship is most important. So we've had discussions on working together and, uh, and making sure that we don't do some venture that would endanger the friendship. It's also fun as we've matured to have conversations on past experiences where we didn't have all the language for the emotions that went on uh, in those events, but now we do in life. I've seen in life that women often have friends very easily, but men developing really good friends that truly inspire them, but also ground them, support them, add value to their life, is much rarer. And I'm so grateful to have my best friend, Rick. I'd love to hear your comments on this show. And if you see value in my podcast, please share it with three people. If you want to send me an email, make sure the subject line says podcast and send it to martin at coaching support.com. Have a terrific day.